At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circa Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer and betting analyst from Yahoo Sports, will join us as he does every Wednesday in 30 minutes. Early baseball today, Amal, underway. Mets and Cardinals. Uh, Mets continuing to roll in that series. And uh, Tyon Walker bouncing back from that bad start against the Braves. Last I looked, 4 nothing. Uh, Mets in the bottom of the second inning. Yeah, uh, to great uh, quote Vince Cully, uh, the Reds are playing like they're double parked right now. <laughs> I mean, they, they are swinging at everything. They're just trying to get in and out of here. Only 24 pitches for Walker into the uh, third inning right now. He's already faced two batters this inning, Mike. Five to I, nothing now, Mets. And, yeah, uh, something rolling. named Zooch starting for, <laughs> start, starting for the Reds today. I don't even know where he found this guy, but his big league debut was in 2019. He's been in witness protection since. Tyon's got 24 pitches into the third. Zooch had 25 in the first inning alone. <laughs> He's got 57 through uh, two. Uh, he may, may not go the route. Uh, <laughs> Brewers get the first game in that pivotal series in Milwaukee with the Rays. Uh, and now Woodruff to the mound. This game's going to go off here in about 10 minutes. Woodruff against Springs for the Rays. Woodruff here. Uh, seventy favorite with a total of seven and a half of all. Thoughts on this game? Uh, I like Woodruff here. Uh, Springs has been effective for this uh, Tampa team, but, the, but you talk about two teams that are inconsistent offensively. You're looking at the poster children of that, and I think in this one I'll go with the home team here and the Brew Crew here mm-hmm. to win again. Ray's taking some money here. Uh, at DraftKings, Brewers down to a dollar forty-five. This was a dollar sixty-five, dollar oh, seventy on the overnight here. I didn't realize it was that high. That, that move, uh, that move on uh, Lance Lynn was against Lance Lynn was correct yesterday uh, in that first game. Remember? Yeah, and to absolutely. the under, both yeah, move, both move both moves were correct. Both games go under, and I think the White Sox. What is this? The fourth straight doubleheader? They split. It's so inconsistent. It's it's unbelievable. With this team. How about uh, last night? Toronto blows the lead. They have a 5-3 lead after the rain delay. They blow that one. Here's my question to you. Taiwan Walker just threw a, a pitch away towards first base, throwing the ball to Alonzo. It's actually a really good throw. Uh, maybe not as good as I saw in the initial play, but here's my thing. Why are you trying to pick off runners with a 5 nothing lead? Concentrate on the hitters. Who's on first? Do you know who's on first or who's uh, now on second? Yeah, I, I do not. Uh, the solo hit so far for the... Uh, the red leg so far. All right, other games starting early. Nationals uh, even up the series with the Cubs last yeah. night, getting the win six to five. Josiah Gray, who's a home run giving up machine, uh, takes on Justin Steele, whose splits are better at home for the Cubs. This price has been really consistent in this series, no matter who the pitchers were. The Cubs somewhere between a dollar seventy-five and a dollar eighty-five. Wow. Right now, at DraftKings it sits a dollar seventy-five. 
Cubs on the run line at home, plus 120. Amal, total seven and a half. What does that tell you about the Nationals? 37 and 75. I mean, this team is horrific. I think they're worse than the Oakland A's. They are. And uh, no surprise that Steele is the favorite here. Uh, I would look at the run line here. One concern I have, the wind's got to be blowing in with a seven and a half, which is I agree on the mound. I mean, this must be Hurricane Gale forces if it's seven and a half with him on the bump. Uh, as an under better, I just can't bet him because at any time he can give up three in an inning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, it happens. Well, he's not Garrett Cole. No, he's not. Well, <laughs> hey, how about that game last night? I'm going to tell you, I, I watched the, the end of that game last night. The Yankees set Major League history. First team ever to have two innings. Obviously couldn't do it before the way they put the ghost man on second base. Two innings where they had only two runners come to bat. How about the base running by Andahar on the line drive to second base gets doubled off on a play that's absolutely in front of him? What was he looking at? What are the odds in today's game with the ghost runner that a game could go scoreless into the 13th? I, I don't <laughs> even know how that's possible. Castillo was outstanding. I'll tell you right now, if you're the Bombers, you do not want to face Castillo in this postseason. Once with Cincinnati last week on August Three 2nd. Three times now. Oh, he's been so <laughs> dominant. I'll tell you what, if you're Castillo, if you're Toronto, if you're the Red Sox, how much money are you going to pay this guy in free agency to come to one of your teams? we got a lot of tennis going on, and we'll talk about it later in the show. I want to talk, and I know you're focused on the women's side. Yeah. I took um, Monterino at plus $4 against I, Skinner. He wins the first set. Should I hedge right now? I can lay 130 with Skinner. I, I would, but here, I, huh? I, I would lay the price because you got a great number. But Monterino is a very capable lefty. lefty this guy yep. is dangerous. The Frenchman's been around for a long time. He's had a good career. <laughs> Sinner and Rublev are the two same guys. One's from Italy, one's from Russia. Neither of them have consistency. They might not beat you on a given day, and they might send Novak to five sets in a, in a grand slam. If I had a nickel to win 2,000, I should I should at least cover maybe— 100%. Right? I mean, take 650 at one, and then the worst hey, I do hey, is break Hey, you. you're not break. Enron here. Break Nobody's going to be holding the bag for you. Come on, man. you got to hold that bag yourself. Speaking of this, the Cubs and Nationals, let's stay— uh, and the Windy City here, yeah. and t- not Brigantine, New Jersey, but Chicago, actual windiest city of all. Yeah. According oh, to Weather Service, is Brigantine, New Jersey, where I lived for a year uh, when I worked uh, at the Borgata. Glad you got paroled from there. I want to, I want to, it's a beautiful state. I don't know, you can't pump your own gas. I want to <laughs> talk about Roquan Smith. I saw a lot of tweets about Roquan Smith yesterday. He's now demanding out of Chicago. You know, I'm going to kind of parallel this into the NBA. Okay. Roquan Smith, I don't think, has that much leverage. I'd have to look at his contract situation. However, um, to me, everybody in the National Football League is not valued. Aaron Rodgers signs a four-year, two hundred million. I'm not valued, and nobody's valued. You know what? Get the hell out of here. Go work a job you hate for a boss that you hate. All of a sudden, you'd find out how much value you have in the National Football League. Look, the Bears are in a rebuild. If he came out and said, "I would prefer to be traded because I think this team's going to win four games this year and we're going to lose 13," that makes a lot more sense. But to me, the other thing with Smith is this guy's not Luke Keekley. He's he's not Ray Lewis. He's not a linebacker on that caliber. I mean, give me a break. Stop with the nonsense. Uh, you know, hey, so he just chimed in with, uh, they're on par with Erlacher. Erlacher is, was a very good player, but I'm going to tell you right now, I just mentioned Luke Keekley and Ray Lewis. Don't even put Erlacher in that same category as those two guys. He made the 2018 all rookie team and then was second team all pro yeah. the last two years. The bears re- released their depth chart, right? Yeah. So fields and then Simeon Montgomery, then, uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, how about at linebacker? Here's the depth chart. Rokon Smith, then Matthew Adams, Joe Thomas, and Noah Dawkins. Are they comfortable trading Roquan Smith with what they've got behind him? No, that's the problem. <laughs> Why would you trade? You know, this reminds me of uh, the Kevin Durant situation. He's like, it's either Steve Nash or myself. You can't be held hostage, and I think the Bears can't be held hostage. This guy's not going to sit out. He doesn't want to miss a game check. Yeah. I mean, it's just absurd at this point in time. And he, you know what? He's in, what, his fourth year? He's going to be a free agent in two more years because though I exercise the option on his fifth year. So I, I don't understand what the complaint is. If they haven't already done so, they probably already did uh, exercise the option on that. He also has one of the top agents representing him. His name is Roquan Smith. So I feel great about how he's going to do it. Wait, he's coach. represented by himself? Yes, he's represented by himself. I mean, look, you already paid the agent on the rookie deal. It's a sunshine clause. Even if you fire him, once you get the deal, you still got to pay him. Why don't you keep somebody until you're about to go into free agency? Bears win total, Amal. Let's discuss that. Uh, the standard total here at Circuit is six, juice to the over, $1.25. Alternate, you could go under seven at minus 225. You could go over five at minus 270 or under five at plus 230. I don't think they lose four games. That's a tough one to get under, but I think this team is going to be bad. They're going to be drafting in the top 10. Um, They don't have particularly great wide receiver play. They're inconsistent there. The big question for me is, is Justin Fields going to be the guy? I mean, some of the uh, throws, uh, I should say, a uh, throw we saw on social media made it look really bad. But I go back to the throw he had against Alabama, Ohio State. Garrett Wilson absolutely undressed 
Uh, I think it was Patrick Sertan Jr. or might have been somebody else. He threw in the eighth row. Eighth row? You're being <laughs> kind. I mean, he threw it to somebody in, I mean, I think he threw it to somebody in Palm Beach County. Uh, all right, let's switch our focus to Carolina and the quarterback competition. You're not going to give me a little James Taylor if you're going to say this? No, I'm not going to give you a little James Taylor. It's not on my mind, but <laughs> we're going to it. Um, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, the quarterback competition there. Uh, David Newton, who's ESPN NFL Nation, says it's feeling like Mayfield's pulling away from Darnold because of the way he is mastering the offense for the second straight day. The word impressive was used to describe how Mayfield has come since training camp began. First, it was coach Matt Rule on Monday, then coordinator Ben McAdoo uh, on Tuesday. And then there's Mayfield's fiery attitude that cornerback Dante Jackson summed up best, quote, Mayfield's an intense guy. Every day you just want to go out there and pick him off 12 times just to shut him up. <laughs> He's a competitor. Well, I'll tell you what. Listen, I appreciate the competitiveness of both guys. But, you know, talking about Mayfield and Darnold is like determining who finished 47th in Miss USA. Does anybody give a damn? Well, do you think he can resurrect his career? There? No, I don't because I don't, don't think the team around him is good enough. But do you think he has a... Who, Obviously, you probably think Baker has a higher ceiling than Darnold. Oh, I, I never thought. I, to me, well, Darnold I know, never the had of the blind, the one I <laughs> yeah, managed. Exactly. Kid, Look, he does, but what is he going to do for you? here? If he was injured last year, which was said to be the fact afterwards, then why, why play if you're that detrimental to your team? I think his size hinders him. Well, he's not going to get any taller. Well, I'm just saying, look at what Pittsburgh did. They put, I always put people in his face there, and it's, it's hard for him to see over. How how many better situations will you be in than though in Cleveland with that running game That's and that exactly. offensive line, right? That <laughs> offensive line, that running game, and the receivers there as well. And you can't su succeed in that situation. I know they had the year two years ago where they went to the postseason, but I just think he's a guy who would be a, a starter on a bottom eight team and a great backup on a team that's in the top uh, 24. Amal, tomorrow there are two preseason games, Giants at Patriots, Titans at Ravens. Ravens, you're picked to win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. We got a tweet today. I don't know if you saw it. I know you were, you were on a phone call. We got a tweet that asked, do we bet preseason games? I said, I do not, and I'd probably take the no on Amal. Have you ever bet preseason games? I have. I used to big time. Okay. How about now in this version of your life? Not not as much. Simply because this version of your life. Uh, not as much because I don't think the edges are there. Before you had guys that would play, you know, third preseason game. You knew the starter was going to play a half. Uh, everybody's got a different approach. Look, Rogers probably not even going to play during the preseason. So everything is a little bit uh, skewed in terms of how you approach this. I think it's a lot more difficult. I mean, obviously, Harbaugh plays to win. But that's built into the numbers, right? Because Correct. everybody knows that now. Absolutely. It's, it's the, it, it's not the third year of him doing this. It's no. the eighth year of him going for it every game. Absolutely. You know, by the way, you need to specify which Harbaugh you're talking about because I haven't seen Jim Harbaugh try to win outside the last year in Michigan. But he will take care of the babies. Now, uh, that's not to say that there's certain guys that don't give you edges outside of the Ravens. Like Chuck Edel, who's going to be back on Follow the Money, I think, on Fridays here, has been a master at the preseason through the years. Our college football guide is out now, and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and the player awards. You cannot get this a la carte anymore, folks. It's not $20 at the VEASAN store. The only way to get the college football guide or the NFL guide is to be an all-access subscriber. Bill 80's got a fantastic deal, 175 all-access through Super Bowl. Otherwise, it's $40 a month. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Over or out coming up next, and we'll start with the Sark in Texas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Not competitive. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped the millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Every one timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N dot C-O-M. This product does contain nicotine, which we all know is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Frank Schwab's going to join the show 15 minutes. He is daughter celebrated her 21st birthday at Stadium Swim Saturday. I'm anxious to to hear how that went. Her and a bunch of her friends and Frank were there. So hope she had a great time. Well, it was going well until Frank was there. Well, I think that was always part of the plan. <laughs> Um, before we get to, to over and out, um, the Big Ten Network tour bus uh, with Jerry DiNardo on it uh, is going around. The SEC Network wouldn't hire him? It's going from Piscataway to Pasadena, maybe. No, not just quite yet. But uh, So here's the schools they visited. Nebraska, Northwestern, Illinois, Rutgers, and Maryland. And Jerry DiNardo says Maryland is the best team he's seen out of that group so far. Your thoughts? Rutgers, Nebraska, Illinois, and Maryland, those four? Uh, yeah. and Northwestern also. And North, I would agree with him. Maybe Nebraska is the only one you could argue otherwise. Look, Loxley has always recruited well. Coaching is the part of the problem for him. And trying not to punch the assistant coaches. <laughs> uh, also from the Big Ten Twitter account, here's here's two nuggets, I'm all. I uh, one thing real quick. Oh, go ahead, Ed. You know, they always say, well, he coached under Saban, so he learned something. Yeah, he learned how to get the guy, right guys to get the right envelopes to the right guys. Uh, I got a payroll to beat now. Yeah, absolutely. What a great documentary that, that is. What a great line. Uh, I watch it all. When, Pony anytime Express, I come across I it. it. Pony Excess. Excess, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Former governor of Texas. Um, Big Ten Twitter account with a couple nuggets. First about Nebraska. They have not had a positive turnover margin since 2016. Wow. Tough. Tough for a Power 5 school. And I get, here, let, let's do a mall guesses. Maybe this will carry on. I'm all guesses. What do you think was Penn State's longest touchdown run last year? I want you I'm going to say under 13 yards because I know Noah Kane transferred out and the other running back transferred out. They got nobody there. They're counting on a recruit coming in. Try seven. <laughs> seven yards. Blair Thomas, Kurt Warner, <laughs> Curtis Enos. They're seven, dying over here. Seven. Seven yards. All right, here we go. Over and out. Let's start in Austin uh, with Steve Sarkeesian. Now, only year number two. They were three and six in the Big 12, five and seven overall last year. Much higher hopes, much higher hopes as we move forward. The recruiting class ranked number five of them all. Very impressive for yeah. Sark. Number five. Season win total, eight and a half. Juice to the under, minus $1.20. You can get even money if you think the Longhorns are going to win nine games or more. If they don't them all, would Sark be out after year two? No, I don't no. think so. I think they're trending in the right direction from a recruiting standpoint. Uh, Quinn Ewers, the number one recruit a couple of years ago, transfers from Ohio State, goes down to Texas, back in his home state from South Lake Carroll. Uh, they also get Ryan Watts, a DB from Ohio State, who should compete to start there. Look, you've got the Ferrari. Do you know how to use it properly in Bijan Robinson? For my money, 
Look, I love Jackson Smith and Jig, but I think he's tremendous, and Bryce Young's great. But I think Bijan Robinson is the best offensive player in college football. And I frankly would say there's a little bit of separation in terms of distance between him and everybody else. He is an absolute elite stud. Uh, if they can ride him, I think they got a chance to have a great year. To me, the critical game for them, outside of obviously the Oklahoma game, is going to be the game in Stillwater. Can you win at Oklahoma State and then also the game against Texas Tech up in Lubbock in early September, in late September? And the reason I bring up those two games is uh, Oklahoma State always plays them tough, and the game in Lubbock is always tough for the Horns. I'm looking at their road games. So mm-hmm. I, I, they're going to beat Monroe. They're a 40-point favorite. They're going to lose to Alabama at home. They're going to beat UTSA. You, you call Texas Tech a tough game. They should beat West Virginia at home. They always play Oklahoma tough. Yeah, that's always a swing, a swing game. There, Iowa State's down. They get them at home. You talked about Stillwater. They have to go to Manhattan, right? With Chris Kleeman's team, uh, they go to Kansas. So, don't you think they win both of those, those? No, I do not, because Texas is the only Power Five school to lose to Kansas twice in the last five years. So you would go under the eight and a no, half? No, I'm kidding. Oh. No, I just want to take a shot at the Shorthorns. Look, this team is in good position. I think they lose to Oklahoma. I think they lose to Alabama. And then it comes down to the other two games. Are they going to beat Baylor? I don't know. Are they going to win at Kansas State? Don't know. At Oklahoma State? What is Iowa State this year? I think they got too many question marks on their schedule. If you said to me you like under, I got no problem with it. If you say you like over on this one, I got no qualms with it. But I would have a harder time going over than I would under. You think there'll be a top five team next year? You said they're a year away. No, I was talking about A&M. Okay. A&M is a year away from being a top five team. You don't think Texas and Sark get into the top I, five I want to see how you, uh, Quinn Ewers performs. I mean, mm-hmm. quarterbacks, no matter how highly rated you are, you still have to perform. We'll see what he does. But there's a lot of less misses on quarterbacks these days. All right, let's go from Austin, uh, one bastion of a certain type of thinking, to another uh, in Berkeley with Justin Wilcox at Cal. This is his sixth year, four and five last year in the Pac-12, five and seven overall. Record in the conference, not impressive through five years. I'm all 15 and 25, 26 and 28 overall. He has gone one and one in bowl games. They're recruiting ranking 59th. The win total, I'm all five and a half, juice to the under minus $1.20. If Cal doesn't win six games, is it hasta la vista for Wilcox? Oh, he's lucky he got a sixth year. I mean, the reality is he should have been gone after year four, but they didn't want to fire him post, uh, probably post COVID there. He's gone. I mean, the, I, I just don't see a scenario in which uh, he winds up sticking around at Cal. I think he's done. Right here in Las Vegas, Marcus Arroyo mm-hmm. at UNLV, former offensive coordinator at the University of Oregon. This is year three. Last year, two and six in the Mountain West, two and 10 overall, two and 12 in two years in the Mountain West, two and 16 overall. The recruiting ranking 102. The season win total, let's start there, four and a half, heavily juiced to the under, minus $1.65. So when we take a look at their schedule, here's the question, and it's always a matter of expectations here, right, at UNLV. Yeah. If Marcus Arroyo doesn't win five games, is he out after three years here? You know, it depends. They've got a new athletic director. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. The first two years were absolutely horrific. Ugh. The first year you're going to check up, uh, kind of chalk up as COVID. You know, Mike, it comes down to are they competitive or not? Do they lose a bunch of close games Nebraska style or do they actually get their doors blown off? That's what it's going to come down to. I would lean towards him having a fourth year possibly. But, I mean, I, I'm not ready to bet on that. They host, uh, let's see where we can find five wins, okay? Go ahead. They host Idaho State. Yes. They host North Texas. They host New Mexico. Yep. Wow, they go to South Bend this year. Oof. Uh, well, I mean, uh, whoever they play in a situation like that, doesn't matter. They're going to lose all their find, road I can't games. Fi- I can't find. I yeah. can't, fi- can't find five, five home wins. It's North Texas, New Mexico, Air Force they're not beating at home. Nope. Uh, Fresno State they're not beating at home. And you and I generally they don't beat at home. I mean, I I don't I I feel comfortable. I know it's a dollar sixty-five. I think you I think you find an alternate four and don't lay as much juice. I would Thoughts? agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I Mike, three and nine. Yeah, I'd go under four. Well, you would you know, go under three and a half? I would not go under three and a half. Go under, I'd go four, under four because they're not winning five games. Okay. That's a great bet. All right, they play New Mexico. Danny Gonzalez, year three at New Mexico. They're almost equally as inept in, in the Mountain West. One and seven last year. They were actually behind UNLV. Three and nine overall. Three and 12 in two years in conference. Five and 14 overall. Of course, no bowl games. Recruiting class just above UNLV's, ranked 99th as opposed to 102. Their win total, two and a half, 
minus 120 to the under. If Danny Gonzalez doesn't win three games, or even if he wins three games, is he out at New Mexico? I think Danny Gonzalez is gone, and I think they've got a shot at winning three games against Maine, against UTEP, and against New Mexico State. The rest of the games, I think they're in trouble. I think this team is gone. They've, they've got Boise and LSU in the, uh, early on. Uh, they're at UNLV. They could potentially be competitive in that game, but that's a game I'd point towards the Rebels winning. Uh, adios, Danny Gonzalez. They've fallen a long way since my man Bob Davey. Okay, now we're going to close out. This is a school we really don't talk about a lot. Yeah. Rice. Yeah. Okay. Now you've co- covered Rice there in Houston. Mike Bloomgren in year five. They were three and five in conference, four and eight overall. He's nine and 20. 11 and 31 overall in four years has not gone to a bowl game. Recruiting ranking 120th. Win total three and a half. Juice to the under minus $1.30. If Mike Bloomgren doesn't win four games at Rice this year, is he out? He is, but I'm going to tell you another thing that's going to play a bit of a factor. How UH and Dana Holgerson perform. It's not a direct correlation, but when you're in the same town and you've got a team that's got a potential moving to the Big 12, going to be a competitive team, a Final Four team with Calvin's got down the road. I get Rice a small private academic school, more concerned about the academics. I I think it's going to really be tough for Bloomgren to be able to survive here. Uh, look, they give you a lot of la- leeway there, but I mean, the way this program is going, I think he's going to be gone. We've talked, I think, now about 20 coaches or 18, because I know we overlap some of the days. Anybody not on Britain's list here this last week or so that you think's on the hot seat? Good question. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Uh, you know, the, the guy that's on the hottest seat to me is Brian Harson. He's one of the guys, a couple other guys I know we've talked about. But those are like at programs where you're just not expecting to win, but they've been so inept. So is Mike Leach on the hot seat? Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I do think, think so. so. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you get that win early against LSU, and yep. from that time, a year and a half, it's been all downhill. All right, when we come back, Frank Schwab. Do the Brewers still have a shot? And who's he like in the NFL to sneak up on somebody this year? This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Do you want more betting insights to give you an edge? Of course you do. You're tuned into VSIN. Check out our Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books right here in Las Vegas and all across this great country of ours. Download the VSIN Best Bets podcast now at slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw, and we are joined by our buddy Frank. Schwab, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports and betting analyst. First of all, Frank, happy birthday to your daughter. How was Stadium Swim on Saturday? Very good, very good. I wish I was right back there with you. Well, not with you guys, but back out at Stadium Swim having fun. But yeah, well, we, we Vegas, can, right? Yeah, you're right about that. But Frank, we kind of feel the same way about you with your boy Josh Hader almost killing me last night on my Padres <laughs> run line. A walk party in San Diego gives up three walks in the ninth inning, and a six, hit, seven, eight against the Giants, and a hit batter. Oh, I forgot about a that. Two strike count. I, I, yeah. Did you feel some sense of relief as Hater imploded last <laughs> night and, 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 and a sense of vindication? Mike, you can't win a game, Mike. What are you talking? No, no. <laughs> I got Matt Bush closing out games now for the Milwaukee Brewers. No, no relief at all. Hater's going to be fine. Look, there's probably some nerves going, a new situation for him. And he does have blow up games. There's once in a while where he just can't find the plate. Guys run into fastballs and he gives up homers. That's what was happening last month. Josh Hater's just fine. He is, look, Edward Diaz, awesome. Jordan Romero, whatever. Josh Hader's still the best reliever in baseball, and the Padres got a good one. He's going to be just fine for them, and all's well that ends well of all. I mean, you got you got your win. You cashed your ticket. You're you're fine. Uh, we won't believe our lying eyes, Frank. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I don't want to insult Josh Hader's agent. I want to go to the NFL, though. How about Bill Belichick here uh, talking about, uh, we got Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator. What the hell is going on in Foxborough and the rest of New England? Yeah, and I mean, some of the changes are really weird. Like, you know, I mean, this is for casual fans. They don't really understand maybe what what big impact this is of changing the entire running scheme. They've run gap scheme for 20 years. They've done it really well. And all of a sudden, Matt Patricia's like, we're going to run zone. I can't believe Bill Belichick signed off on that. Like, I, I, it, it just all of this confuses me. They can't block. They can't protect. Every single report out of New England is bad. But you know what this means to me, honestly? It means that there's going to be value on the New England Patriots early in the season. There might even be value on them tomorrow night in this preseason game. The New England Patriots always figure it out. How many times over the last 10 years at Yahoo Sports covering the NFL have I written, Patriots are done, the dynasty's over, let's bury them. And they always figure out a way. Bill Belichick is legitimately a genius. He's 
greatest coach of all time. I know it looks bad now. I know all this looks weird. And we're going to be sitting here at some point. I'm going to be on with you guys on a Wednesday in late October saying, hey, <laughs> the Patriots are really, really good again. How did that happen? Because it always happens. Frank, I didn't read the articles. Can you answer the question? How many times did you write that? <laughs> uh, about a million. I, okay. You know, they did like this, uh, the America's game thing. And when they were uh, the, the team that, you know, was really buried when they lost huge against the Chiefs. And Josh McDaniels was reading my story for a bit about how I was saying the, the Patriots dynasty's over, folks. That's all. That was the week, the on to Cincinnati week. So, oh, yeah, okay. I've, I've written it plenty of times, trust me. And they always are there at the end. The, the Patriots are always fine. Frank, our biggest liability uh, in terms of win total, um, conference, and division, not Super Bowl, but win total, conference, and division here at Circus Sports, and some of the individual awards like Coach of the Year, is the Detroit Lions. Detroit and Lions, I, I, yep, yes. I thought maybe it's, you know, Derek's connection to Michigan but then I'm reading Ben Fox and I mean these terrific these terrific tweets about liability. It seems that this is across the board that the Lions are big liabilities at sports books. Can you explain this to me? I, I don't know. It just kind of took off. And for you know, I mean the the places that are in Michigan, Michigan betters have always just been homers. Like I hate to say it, I hate to call them out like that, but Michigan people love betting on their teams for some reason more than any other state, I think. So I think that bumps the numbers up a bit. But yeah, I just think people are excited about the Lions for some reason. And this was before the Hard Knocks hype, right? Like, uh, there's every team gets that Hard Knocks bump. Now with the Lions, this was been going on all summer. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson is by far and away the most bet on guy for defensive rookie of the year. Dan Campbell for coach of the year. Lions over six and a half in division, even at you know eight and a half odds. I, I don't necessarily get it. I'm high on the Lions. I like the Lions. But man, it's still a team that was three, 13 and one last year. But everybody's all in on the Detroit Lions. I, and I, look, I can make an argument for it. They were so good against the spread last year, 11 and six. And, and betters remember that. It's because they lost so many close games. And th that's usually not sustainable. That versus year to year. I think they were two, five and one in games decided by seven or less. So if you have so, a little bit of better luck in close games, guys like Hutchinson really transformed the defense. Look, guys like Amon Ross St. Brown last year came on for the offense. Hawkinson stays healthy. You could tell yourself a story where the Lions are in playoff contention this year, especially in a week NFC. I get it, but it's just weird how, yes, everybody's all in on the, the, the Detroit Lions. I, I, you know, you made the point that game against the Ravens, it takes the greatest kicker to make the greatest kick in the history of the National yeah. Football League to get beat. It's a bit of an aberration. I want to stay in this NFC North for a minute here. Give me your breakdown. And to, uh, listen, I'm not trying to hold your feet to the fire here. Just off the top of your head, give me the division order which you see this thing playing out and just kind of quickly, pa Packers, 10-11 wins, uh, Minnesota 8-9 wins. Give me an idea of what you think this year for the whole division. Yeah, and I'm thinking Packers in that 10-win range. I mean, you might be off by one or two here. Sure, there no, because that's fine. They were out over their skis last year. They really were. They they should not have been the number one seed in the NFC. Like, they, they caught a lot of breaks, close games, all that kind of stuff. They weren't the best team in the NFC, and I think we saw that in the playoffs. I, I kind of have to take the Vikings second, although I want to be contrarian and, and say the Lions finish second. But the Vikings, look, there's just been some disconnect between Mike Zimmer and that that roster, right? Well, I got a new voice in there, but we don't know if Kevin O'Connell's any good. We we really don't. Like they, He could be terrible for all. He could be Ben McAdoo for all we know. We really don't. That's the problem with rookie head coaches. So I put them in that eight-win range. I, I think they will be second place. I think the Lions win about seven or eight. I, I, I really wow. I do believe in these guys. I. I Look, they they responded to Dan Campbell last year. We might all snicker about, oh, the, if you watch Hard Knocks last night, the crazy, like, if I, if you have three toes, I'm still going to kick your behind or whatever he's talking about. He says crazy things, but he speaks those guys' language. They really responded to him. You could tell these guys like playing for Dan Campbell. And then the Chicago Bears, I think, might be the worst team in football. I really do. Look, yeah. I, I just punch a ticket on them 11-1 to one to have the worst record. There is not much to like about them, especially with this Roquan Smith trade request. The Bears easily are fourth to me. The Packers, probably first. I don't think anybody can catch them. And then it's just the Vikings and Lions. But the Bears, I can see the Bears winning three or four games this year. They're, they're just not good. They did nothing to help themselves this offseason. Uh, Frank, I want to turn your attention to today's Major League Baseball card. And uh, you could give us your best bet. But Marlins at Philly. Sandy Alcantara. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's his Cy Young to lose right now. He's 250 even heavier than that in some markets right now, and, and deservedly so. They're at the Phillies, taking on Thor, who was traded from the Angels, Noah Syndergaard. I'm a little surprised Syndergaard's a, a $1.25 favorite here against Alcantara in this spot. Your thoughts on this game and the Cy Young race? It's, 
it's a really interesting game from a handicapping aspect mm-hmm. because what do you side with the, the, the pitcher who has a 188 ERA and is running away with the Cy Young against the pitcher Syndergaard? All of his advanced stats say he should be much, much worse than he is. Mm-hmm. He's due for some regression, and he has been. He, he has not been pitching that well lately. But on the other hand, the Phillies have won. I believe it's 11 out of 12. They're on a roll. Their hitting has been amazing. They're crushing the ball out of the park, and the Marlins can't hit. The Marlins are terrible offense. You know, they're going games and games and games without scoring. So what do you side on? Do you just go with the starting pitcher, getting a good number? I did. I, I punched a Marlins ticket because I know Sandy's going to keep us in that game, and hopefully they can string together some hits off Syndergaard. But I, you know, it's hard to bet against a team that's won, you know, six in a row, 11 to, 10, 11 to 12, whatever they're at. So, yeah, it, it's a very interesting, it, it says a lot about your handicapping, which side you're on in this game, I think. You know, Philly, the Phillies are going to make the tournament, right? They're going to, they're, it looks like they're going to be yeah. in the play. And Harper's coming back at some point. Are they worth the bet? You know, I looked last week, they were 30 to one. Uh, do you take a look at the Phillies? Once they get into a tournament, look, they're going to be in a wild card series, but, you know, it's Nola Wheeler in two out of the three games. Right. Yeah, they definitely have the pitching. I assume Harper's going to be back, too, sometime in September. So he'll get those four weeks under his belt. I couldn't tell you a 30-1 to 1 is a bad bet for anybody in the playoff, right? Like, you, you're telling me I need a 4% chance, 3% chance for that to be right? Yeah. I, but you could you could tell yourself a story where the Phillies string together a couple series in a row and make a Braves type of run. The, look, the Braves were in a great team last year. They got, they got hot at the right time. You bring up a great point there, and that's what the postseason is all about, is getting hot at the right time. I've been following this American League Central race very closely. I've got a ticket on the Twinkies. So do I. Who, who do you like to win this division? Right now, Twins, Guardians are tied. Uh, White Sox nipping right there. And we've got still a ton of games to go between these two teams. As long as somebody's within four games, I think they've got a chance because the number of head-to-head meetings left. But who do you see prevailing here? I wish I could. I wish the, like, I, well, I wish the Twins would take away with it because we got the same ticket. But I wish the, I'd see more out of the White Sox. Like, I, I want to say White Sox. I want to say... Look at all their talent. Look at all their hitting. The, the the names they have. The pitching rotation. And I find myself most days betting against the White Sox. If Giolito's on the mound, it's an instant fade. I mean, it just stuff like that where it just there's something wrong with this White Sox team. And maybe it's the manager who's in the dugout sleeping during games. But I, I just I, I guess it's the Twins right now. But I, it could be either one of those. I don't have a strong feeling right now either way. Some teams going to take off a little bit though. The, it it looked Cleveland is a hard team to get behind though because yeah it. Where are they come from? I had an under ticket on them at like 77 wins this year. They've been a lot better than expected. I, I think it's going to be the Twins, but I can't figure out the White Sox. Frank, we appreciate the time every week and look forward to that conversation again in late October. <laughs> Absolutely, fellas. <laughs> right, thanks, Frank. Take care. See you next week. Always good stuff. From Always great. Uh, from- great insight in the NFL. Yeah. Interesting card today in Major League Baseball. Some good pitching matchups, including Robbie Ray, who's gotten bounced around by the Astros, starting against Nasty Nestor Cortez in Seattle. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all baseball fans this week, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for same game parlay bet and gets and gets on all professional baseball games. Create your ideal same-game parlay for over three legs and receive up to a three-profit boost of 50%. That's right. Get a 50% profit boost when you place qualifying same-game parlay wagers this week only. Head over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers Sportsbook app for more details. Welcome back into Odds. I wish you could towers to tape that read. Welcome back into Odds. On my, I, by, 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 the the way, by the way, the person who wrote that copy, they took the TOEFL. T- test of English as a foreign language. This was horrific. <laughs> uh... Same game parlays, Bet Rivers. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Now, uh, we got tennis, we got baseball. Where do you want to start them all? You want to do the tennis, then we'll go to the baseball? Whichever one you want. All right, want. here, let's go. I, not as many good games in baseball today as there were yesterday. Well, I'm going to hit some games I think there's a betting uh, opportunity go for. Ahead. All right, let's go to the women. Uh, Britain's favorite player, Beatrice Haddad Maia. <laughs> she is a dog today to Layla Fernandez. Uh, I'm, who on, you had there. I'm on Layla at minus 150. You got the best of the number again. You, I'm all sure you're going to build that. The numbers were there for like 12 hours. You're going to build that house on that CLV, baby. uh, Closing line value. (laughs) So the dumbest line I ever hear from this network, dude, you got to win the match. You you and Britain, I texted you last night, take Camilla Georgie minus 110, and you go, well, you got closing. 135. It yeah, close 135. That's fine. I said, if she doesn't win the match, who cares? I, if I didn't know it was Elise Mertens, I'd have got on it right there. I mean, I just saw Georgie. Mom, it's a lot of research to do with the baby at night. <laughs> How about this one? Another girl you're high on, lady you're high on, Kaya Kanepi. She's taking on Muguruza. She's a dollar forty-five favorite. I was a little surprised. She's a dollar forty-five. Well, Kanepi's got the capability. She took care of Osaka, who retired. But she oh. quit. Well, listen, you were in a great spot if you had Osaka. When she lost that first set, you knew the back was going to be a little bit tighter. She gets break, broken in the second service game of the set. It was going to be curtains. Uh, in terms of this matchup, here should be the over-under on this match. Garbinia Muguruza on easy putaways. Over-under, she hits at least five and a half into the net. <laughs> Belinda Benchic is a $2 favor against Serena, who's going to start winding down her career. She's going to play less tournaments. Tomorrow. Yeah, she played one in the last 20, 12 months, but I, I'm sure maybe, you know, it'd be even less than that. Um, t- to, to, to me, um, I look at uh, Benchich here. She's got the power. She's got the capability. Look, we know the greatness of Serena. There's no denying that. But Benchich's power and, and being in form is going to help a lot. Greatest women's player of all time. We're the, we're the same on this list. It's not Serena. Groff. Steffi Groff. I got Groff one, Serena two, Martina three. I would agree with your order. And Serena's closer to Martina than she is to Steffi. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. Yep. Okay, last women's match. Bianca Andreescu minus $1.90 against Alize Cornet. <laughs> the French woman. Uh, <laughs> give me the Canadian. The crowd will be in full support here, despite the few, uh, uh, you know, they're playing in Montreal, so you're going to have, obviously, the French contingent there. But uh, I like Andreescu. I thought this was a cheap price. Speaking of Montreal, great uh, setting for the score, that Robert De Niro movie. Here you can get your guy Tiafo plus 280 today. No, no, no. Give me the Fritzy. Oh. Taylor. <laughs> no way am I taking it. To, uh, to, oh, my God. How about Alex Deminauer? He's laying $1.85 to Gregor Dimitrov. Here's the problem with Dimitrov. He's got immense talent. He's better than, uh, from a talent standpoint than Deminauer. He's just inconsistent. Can't back either guy here in this one. I Mar- think you'll see multiple breaks of serve in this one. Karen Kachinov's $1.20 against Marin Cilic. Toss up here. Britain had a good play on this one. Take the over in total games if you can get it somewhere around 22 and a half. Yoshihito Nishioka, plus 230 against Felix Auger Alisime. Felix Auger Alisime? No, I I say it my way. FAA. What do you think think this is, Burger King? Yeah, it Uh, is. My way. My point is. I think when you look at uh, Ajay Ali Asim, he should be able to roll in this one. Nishioka just doesn't have the serve capability, and he's going to have to break Ajay Ali Asim, which I think is going to be tough on this surface. I, I would say 
Ojeley's team probably winds up with seven plus aces. Let's start in Seattle. Nestor Cortez against Robbie Ray. Battle of left-handers here. Cortez. Oh, great game. I, I saw Cortez around yeah, 130 on the overnight. I saw this down, some Robbie Ray money to around a dollar twenty, a dollar eighteen. Total seven and a half of all. Uh I like the under seven and a half, but I didn't play it because it's a day game. I always get concerned with the ball carrying better. Last night, we saw both teams inept uh, offensively, but great pitching also. Give both sides credit in terms of starting pitching. Uh, to me, though, Robbie Ray, he's had a couple of rough starts against Houston, but Mike, I think he's a better pitcher than he's getting credit for in this one. Cortez is terrific during day games. His splits are so much better in the daytime than they are at nighttime. I like this one under 7.5 one more time. That's a great point, Amal. They're also playing day game at Petco, where yeah. you cashed your big ticket last night. Jake Junis for the Giants. Sean Manaya. I think he's been disappointing this year for the Padres. Manaya, dollar sixty-five favorite, eight and a half. By the way, you got a future in politics. The way you said he, you think he's been disappointing. This guy's mm-hmm. been horrific. I mean, this one I was looking at taking over, and it, it went up. It went from eight and a half to nine already on this one because you got a day game with two pitchers that have not been consistent. I think the Padres' offense found themselves a little bit last night. Um, I, I would lean towards the over in this game, and I give the slight edge to, to the uh, the home team here. But I'm not going to play the either side in this game. I asked. Uh, Frank about Marlins Phillies. Any opinion, Alcantara against Syndergaard? Um, I would seven? go. I would, would go you... I would go Big Sandy. Okay. I, you know, you know, I'm a Big Sandy Plus guy. Plus Bryce. Uh, absolutely. Uh, how about the playoff atmosphere at Camden Yards this week? Barrios for the Blue Jays, Kramer, Dean Kramer for the Orioles. Give me Dean Kramer plus one twenty-five. I'm all. <laughs> I'm, that's my play today. It's I'm taking a, the Orioles again. Not a bad play. Uh, I just think it's great. They're, you're gonna. Blue Jays are going to find themselves in a flat-footed tie with the Orioles here in this wild-card race if they, they're not careful. You know, you had a line yesterday. I don't know why, but I think the Red Sox are going to win. Boy, they should have. And that, that game went back and forth. If you like offense, oh. uh, but the Braves outlast them in extra innings. Today, Kyle Wright against Nick Pavetta. Wright, $1.40 for the Brewers on the road. Total nine and a half. Uh, this is an interesting one here. Um, you said Brewers. You mean Braves? Braves, I, yeah, Braves, yeah, Braves, sorry. I, I would go with your guy Kyle Wright here. I, I think uh, Kyle Wright's going to be able to get it done in this one. Um, Guardians at Tigers, game two of the series. Aaron Savali against Hutchinson. Savali, $1.70 favorite tonight. Total eight. Bieber pitched well last night. He did pitch well. <laughs> I see a DraftKings lines 180 on the Guardians. Yep. Too high of a price. I would take the Tigers here. I don't know if they're going to win this game or not, but I, I just feel like Savali is not justified in being a similar price that we saw with uh, Bieber yesterday. Your boy Martin Perez had a 4 nothing lead last night, and boom. It was good. Gone- Diaz. <laughs> Boom! Just like that. Yeah. Uh, Astros win seven to five today. It's Otto against our guy Justin Verlander. Only three twenty-five on Verlander. Total seven and a half. I think he's winning the American League Cy Young. Them all. Yeah, unfortunately, I do as well. I think it's going to be tough for Cease. The problem with Cease is he doesn't go deep. Him and Burns, they're strikeout because guys. There's too many pitches. Well, they the try to strike out the whole world, and then with with Cease, he walks too I'm many guys. I would look at the Astros. He run line. I think Otto's going to get hit in this one. I think the I think the Astros win this one comfortably. Um, there's a part of me that wants to take the under with JV on the mound because the question is how many runs does Houston score today? Shohei mm-hmm. wins again on the mound last yeah. night. No earned runs. Hits a home run. Oh, nice. Maybe too little too late against Judge in the AL MVP race. But I wanted to point this out. Shohei's bottom of the first inning pitching last night, Amal. Yeah, yeah. He threw five pitches. One, two, three, no strikeouts. It's his best inning of the year. Forget about all these strikeouts. Five pitches, you get deeper into the game. Everybody's obsessed with the strikeouts. I, I would agree with you, and you know you want to see more of that. And I, I'm looking up real quick in terms of the standings. Um, I, I can't find the record right now, but I was looking up for the 87 Cubs because that was the last time a, pl- a team in last place with Andre Dawson won mm-hmm. the MVP. And and you look at it, uh, this uh, team with the Cubs were 76 and 85. The Angels will get to 76 wins if they play 190 games. Maybe 200. Um Miles Mikolas had a rough night last night at yeah. Coors Field. Um, Cardinals go with Quintana today uh, against Kyle Freeland, who's pitched well in the last month and a half, two months. Quintana and the Cards, a dollar sixty-five road favorite. Total last night, Amal was eleven. Tonight, twelve and a half. Uh, this they, is often overnight of eleven. There's yeah. a big line move here. Total yeah, move. I'm, I'm not surprised a little bit by this one, but I'm not going to touch this one. But don't you feel like the Cardinals come back? Uh, they got embarrassed last they night. They did. Right? That's what I'm saying. By the way, Jack Flaherty uh, going to make a uh, start in the minors. Going to go 35 to 40 pitches today. Keller against uh, Mad Bomb tonight in Arizona. Dollar uh, 75 on Mad Bomb uh, against the Pirates. Total of eight. I like the Diamondbacks here again. Last night Pittsburgh competes. If you had that under, that was a tough one. That one was trending towards the under, and then all of a sudden you see the game wind up six four final. 
Twins at Dodgers. Boy, these Dodgers just keep rolling. An early knockout punch behind Urias, who won his ninth straight decision yep. uh, for the Dodgers. They're $1.65 tonight against Sonny Gray. A bullpen game with Pepeo, total nine. I would lean towards the Dodgers once again. I mean, they're one nine in a row. It's hard for me to go against them, but I think they're going to hit Sonny Gray. Bellinger batted ninth last night, still with the run. They get they, The bottom of the lineup did an effective job. Uh, I think they had seven hits from their four, five, and six last night. I mean, or it might be five, six, seven, but they were just cruising. This team is going to be tough, but again, the postseason's about who's hottest at the right time. Big week for the Guardians. They can make it. They can find themselves in first place here by a couple games at the end of the week. I agree with you, but the schedule, they've got four against Seattle. Baltimore, which you penciled in in the early part of the year, is wins. Woo, it's not going to be easy. Uh, here's a great pitching matchup in uh, Oakland. Uh, all eyes will be on Oakland again. Uh, Tusi Toussaint for the Angels against Paul Blackburn. Blackburn, $1.25 a mall. Your total, a high one for the Coliseum, seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, Blackburn's really struggled, though, since the uh, since the All-Star break. He's not a guy that I'm looking to to back in this spot. And uh, Joey Votto feeling like he's drunk over there on that throw in the dirt. Uh, this game goes at 12.35, by the way. This is an afternoon game uh, in Oakland. Thanks for tuning in today, folks. Stay tuned to VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next... It's betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.